You're listening to the Petty by Nature podcast featuring the pettiest host on this side of the Mississippi River, the one and only Miss Kiana Spade and the pink-haired diva herself, Miss Stacy Stiletto. So fasten your seatbelts and enjoy this petty ride. Hey, you guys. Let's go ahead and mention these social media sites so you can go and follow us. You can find us at Facebook and on Snapchat at PBN Podcast and IG and Twitter. You can find us at Petty by Nature 2, and that's the number 2. Again, Facebook and Snapchat, PBN Podcast, and IG and Twitter, Petty by Nature, number two. Um, This episode, we are going to be talking about fuckboys. It is officially Fuckboy Awareness Month. So, <laughs> so with that, we will be talking about our experiences with fuckboys and we are going to be dealing with our question of the day, and um, that is, have you ever dated a fuckboy? So those are, that's going to be what we're talking about today. So I am Kiana Spade. Hi, baby. And I am the pink-haired diva herself, Miss Stacey Stiletto. Hey, honey. <laughs> and... Basically, okay, so we're going to start at the beginning. Let the beginning, beginning, before I even go into our experiences, let's go ahead and define this, this fuck boy. Okay, so a lot of people got a, a lot of different um, ideas and definitions of a fuck boy. Let's not get it twisted. Women can be fuck boys too. We say fuck boys in the, the whole spectrum of including everybody who ain't shit basically that's women and men included so the definition of a fuckboy that i found is a fuckboy is a manipulating dick who does whatever it takes to benefit him regardless of who he screws over in the process they will fuck over any and everyone as long as they get what they want and it usually regards sex in many ways. So that's pretty much the definition of a fuckboy. A nigga or a bitch that does whatever to get whatever, however, and they could care less about how you feel, basically. So moving right on then to my experience with fuckboys. So According to Google, I've been a fuckboy <laughs> since 2006. What did Google say? No, I'm just saying, according yeah. to your definition, like, yeah, I've been a fuckboy since 2006. I mean, the first step is recognizing. And if you've been a victim of my fuckboy shenanigans, my bad, shout Just drink your water and use coconut oil. <laughs> You'll be all right. Oh my gosh. I mean, but the first step is acknowledging that you have a problem. And then. No, I never said I had a problem. Hold up, wait a minute. Backtrack. It's not a problem. See? At least not for me, See? is it? See? Some of y'all. See, the fact that it's not a problem for you, then that, that wholeheartedly shows that you ain't shit for real. But it. There might be I mean, some people that grow out of their fuck boyism. I've been said know. that I ain't shit. Who knows? There might be some ex fuck boys out there. You know what I'm saying? Hey, if you're an ex fuck boy and you're listening into the show right now, we would so love to have you on the show. So send me an email at pettybynature2, that's the number two, at gmail.com. Yeah, do that because that's interesting. I would love to know about your ex-fuckboy ways and what made you change. So, as far as my experiences with fuckboys, um, that's every nigga I dated in my life. Every nigga I never came across, every nigga I never dated, every nigga that I done led into my life has been a whole complete ass fuckboy. I don't really know. I mean, that it's really kind of due to the definition that I gave, I mean, 
it's just one of them situations where it's just been niggas that they just do whatever and kind of don't really care. I mean, now, I'm not going to say, like, as far as current Bay, you know what I'm saying, there's been some some shit, but I wouldn't completely say he a fuck boy, um, but there has been some shit. Um, but every other nigga from shit, when I started fucking with, with niggas when I was 11, up until have kind of had that yeah, I'm just trying to fuck. I don't care. It is what it is. I mean, that's really all I could give you, really, because, like, every nigga I've ever dated, I think the biggest fuckboy, and I'm going to say this nigga name because this nigga here wasn't shit. This nigga Shane, and I hope this nigga come across this fucking podcast one day. Boy. And this nigga, yep, yeah, I said his name. Shots yep, fired. Yep, you damn right. Yep, yep, and I hope one day his ass hear it. I hope his baby mama hear it. All that shit, cause this nigga, he was beneath. He was beneath a fuckboy though. He was like on some scum of the earth type shit. But this nigga, I met this nigga. Thought he was cute. Came and stayed with me, and we got into a little relationship or whatever. So he moved in. Uh, we was kicking it for a minute. Um, and then all of a sudden, I'm trying to figure out what was going on with this nigga. He started changing, acting crazy. So as he moved in, he started acting crazy, started doing different shit. This nigga just completely started saying, fuck everything. So he decided he didn't want to work no more. Stop working. I was the only one working. And then he was trying to demand my monies and shit every time I would work. Then he would show up at my job and he wouldn't let me talk to nobody because he felt some kind of way about when I was working with niggas. And so this nigga just like was spazzed out. So I'm taking care of bills, doing everything. This nigga like, nah, I'm not doing nothing. He would stay in the house. He wouldn't, he would demand to make sure I, I bought home cigarettes and all that shit. And before y'all even asked why I was putting up with the shit, I was getting my ass beat. And um, that shit was real. But when that nigga was on that fuck shit, sleeping one day, and I happened to turn around, this nigga was on the phone. And we talking about 2 o'clock in the morning on the phone. He in the bed next to me. I'm laying there, and I wake up, and I'm listening to this nigga. So I turn around, and I'm like, um, so who the fuck you on the phone with at 2 o'clock in the morning? This nigga tells me, mind my business. But I'm like, bruh, you laying right here behind me. What the fuck you mean, mind your business? We get into it. He on the phone with some bitch, talking about how they going to meet up. And how I don't mean nothing. It don't matter that he got a girl. And I wasn't going to do nothing no way. And he was going to fuck with her. This nigga was going to see this bitch. Would talk on the phone to this bitch at night. In the bed with me. If I ask questions, that nigga would wholeheartedly go off and whoop my ass. Almost died twice fuck with that nigga. Then came home and he wanted to just, he wanted to be out in these streets fucking fucking around with no rubbers on though, right? So then, we had to go to the doctor because he was freaking out about the fact that he was burning. And we had to go to the clinic on the bus because this nigga had bought his, got, he had caught something. But got mad at me because he caught something. But it's not my fault, you a whole fuck ass nigga. It's not my fault. But either way, we was on the bus. We standing up, bus was crowded, and he deserved this shit. It was so funny. He was holding a bag after he got his little shot and shit. He was holding a bag where they give you condoms and your pills and all that shit. And the bus crowded. The bus stopped. He dropped his whole bag full of shit. So his burning medication, his condoms, his pamphlets on 
his little burning STD having ass all over the bus. I couldn't help that fun. That that shit was funny. But yeah, if I had to say that that was that was my worst fuck boy experience. But yeah, he was the 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 biggest fuck boy out of all of them. He really was selfish. Didn't give a fuck. But he was crazy as fuck. Like legit crazy. And I've had niggas that only fuck with me so they could fuck my mama. That's fuck boy material. So yeah. Wait a minute. Now you can't say yeah. no shit like that and keep it moving as if you just said, "Oh, good morning." No, bitch, bring that back. We got fucking questions. Okay. Our listeners okay, got bring fucking it back. questions. They sitting there like, "What the fuck? Did did she just say that shit?" Yeah, I really did. I mean, because it was like. We talking about fuckboys. Yeah, I would consider that to be a fuckboy. Niggas that was in my life so they could fuck my mama. Yeah. That's the type of shit I was dealing with back then. You got questions? I got answers. I can't even fathom that. Like, how did you find out? Like, Like, bruh. Well, it was this nigga I was fucking with. He was, um, I was, uh, what, how old was I? 18? And he was 32, 33. My mom at the time was, I guess she was, I can't remember. She might have been in her 30s. My mom's always been a young mom, so she might have been in her 30s. I can't remember. Um, I thought we, cause we had been kicking it for a minute. Um, he would come over and shit. He had met my mom cause I didn't see no point in hiding it and shit. So, um, <clears throat> he met my mom a couple of times. Like we all went out and chill. My mom had a little nigga at the time and we would all go out, chill, go to the club, whatever. I ain't think nothing of it really. Um, and him and his homeboys would always stay down at the um at the little corner store and shit. So I would go down there, I would see him, then his people was there. So one day his people was like, Yo, um, what's up with your moms or whatever? And I was like, What you mean? What's up with my mom? And then, so they started asking me mad questions about my mother, whatever, like, yo, your mom mad sexy, blah, 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 blah. And it just went into a whole thing of disrespecting me and, you know, calling me on my name and all kind of shit. And I was just like, all right, whatever. And I left. I happened to go back in the conversation. He was there, but I don't remember I don't remember seeing him and the conversation got started again and it was like, well, you think that he really trying to fuck with you? It ain't even about you. It's about your moms anyway. So that's how I found out through an array of fucking disrespect in a group full of people. So yeah, that, I mean, mm, yep, that's how that went. Because I feel like that's some fuckboy shit. So, yeah. I mean, that's, that's that's how that went. I mean, she never... She didn't, like, do nothing about the situation. She didn't fuck with the nigga. She didn't even find the nigga attractive. So, he wasn't even her type. And she wasn't with the shits no way. I'm going to ask you this. In reference to what you just said, based off the information you provided, I want you to think I'm trying to be funny or nothing like that. So do you think that had he been attractive and had he been her type, do you think she would have done it? Uh... I don't know. 
And that's my honest answer. I, I don't know. I don't think she would have, no. But I don't, I can't really say. And I can't say that because, bruh, all the bullshit aside, on some real honest shit, we was real wild back in the day. And um, a lot of shit happened back then. So I can't say whether or not it would have happened or not. So that's the answer to that question. Okay. Okay. Yep. So I guess yeah. that moves right along into my experience with fuckboys. Yes. Now, let yes, me be honest. I honestly haven't had that many experience, experiences with fuckboys. Because I, I mean, was how can you if you were the fuckboy? Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> I was getting right to say, well, how could you? You the fuck boy. Yeah, I, I always the villain, never the victim. Um, like I've had some tragic shit happen to me, but as far as like dating wise and booze and bays and motherfuckers I'm fucking with, I was always the fuck boy in the situation. But that didn't happen until 2006 when I officially became a fuck boy. But prior to that, I've only had one experience. And that was with my first husband. Yeah, I said the shit. My first husband, a bitch, been married a couple fucking times. Like I said, <laughs> I'm a fuck boy. That's what happens. <laughs> yeah, my first husband was a dog. Was an abusive relationship. Um, I was young as fuck, naive as hell, and that nigga ran me through the mud, bitch. Like you mm, name it, mm. he did it. Um, shit was sweet in the beginning, like it always is, you know. Yeah. Fall madly in love, get knocked up, thinking we're gonna be together forever. We get matching tattoos and all that. Yes, bitch, I had this nigga name tatted on me. Mm. You know, he was my husband. That was Bay. Like, no, we gonna we gonna we gonna run these streets together, you know, because we was both ain't shit. You know, I was young and naive, but I was still ancient. You know, he taught me my ancient ways. And then I get knocked <laughs> up, and so I'm pregnant, and this nigga fall the fuck off the map. Mind you, we had been buying baby clothes and a baby registry and looking at cribs and shit. So it wasn't like I get pregnant and then he run for the hills. He was all for me being pregnant. It turns out the nigga poked the holes in the fucking condom and knocked me up on purpose. Whoa, whoa. But that's the whole, that's another story for another time. <laughs> whoa. Because I got, I got some details with that. That's going to take this episode to a whole nother level. Anywho, so yeah, I'm pregnant. <laughs> you know, we making plans and baby shower and we buying shit and shit is good. And all of a sudden out the blue, this nigga fall the fuck off the map. He leaves mm. one day and I don't see his ass. So I go to his people house. I'm knocking on doors and shit. Yo, have you seen him? His boys is like, nah, I ain't seen him. I don't know where he at. Oh, okay, I'll be back. So I go and I'm knocking on doors and knocking on doors all fucking week. Seven days straight. I'm showing up at his boy's house three and four times a day looking for this nigga. I'm calling and texting everybody. Not getting no fucking response, none of that. So his homeboy finally pulled me to the side. And he like, sis, look, I can't see you go out like that. He fucking with this bitch over on Lenore Street. Word? Mm-mm. That's what you got for my life. Mind you, I'm fucking pregnant. So I go and I'm banging on this bitch door, banging on this bitch door. This ain't the bitch you spit on her face, is it? No, this is a whole new, new another bitch. Oh. <laughs> Same nigga, just a new bitch. <laughs> gotcha. So he comes to the door with a baby on his hip. Whoa. Uh, I'm flag oh. on the play. Yeah, a whole so, baby. A whole baby bitch. Oh, this bitch shit. got like four and five kids and shit. So he opened the door with a baby on his hip. I'm like, word? So you over here playing daddy to this bitch kids? Right. And he's standing, he just look at me, and he's like, go home, I'll deal with you later. Mm. 
So I took my ass home. Yeah. I'm fucking pregnant. What else could I do? Right. So I go home and eventually he show up. I'm pissed. Nigga, I ain't seen you in a week. You just gonna stroll in here like shit is good? Like, what's up? And we get to fighting. Mind you, I'm fucking pregnant. We fought my entire fucking pregnancy. We fighting like two niggas out here in these streets. Oh, like fighting like you gonna catch these paws fighting. Yeah. Oh, gotcha. We're gotcha. fighting, fighting. And so mm. I don't know what the fuck happens because we ended up fucking and we baying in and I'm still pissed and I got a black eye and shit and my ribs and fucking hurt and shit. And we move on. He ends up getting locked the fuck up. Mind you, I'm pregnant. So while he's locked up, whatever, I go see him out on detail, you know, when the prisoners go out and they clean up the city and shit. Mm-hmm. So I'm meeting this nigga all at the cemetery and shit. He's across the water in Phoenix City and we fucking in the cemetery because that's my fucking husband and I missed him. And then he tells me, and I'm bringing lunch out here to these fucking convicts and shit, and I'm packing picnics and making sandwiches, and I'm picking up baby mamas, and I'm picking up girlfriends, and we making lunches and shit to go see these. Yeah, we was all fucking in love with fucking fuckboys. Wow. And each week, I'm picking up a new bitch. I'm like, wait, who are you finna go see? And every time it was this one nigga, it was just a new bitch. So it's just a new bitch in rotation every week. So it's two of us, me and this one girl, Ashley. And then it was always a new bitch in rotation. So it's three of us going out there, but it's always a new bitch in rotation. Mm, hell no. So he gets out of jail. And I ended up going into labor. Well, not necessarily going to sleep early, but I have to have an emergency C-section. The doctor said that, you know, either me or the baby wouldn't make it, so they need to take the baby now. And I'm in the fucking hospital, the emergency C-section, and I'm scared. I'm terrified. And guess what? What? This nigga ain't nowhere to be found. He went went with me to the hospital when the doctor told me this. It was... Lost was on... So that was Wednesday night. We went to the ER. And it was like maybe 11, Man, 12 o'clock at night. You didn't go and say because Lost was on. So you determined it which yes, time it was by, the, by what was on TV. Yes, bitch. That was my shit. That, that's, that was some fuck you. Okay, first, let's start there. <laughs> fuck you. Second, I'm that was gay. my shit. Because I'm you know my gay. I was swelling up really bad. My feet got really huge. I was in pain. But I was like, wait, no. Just let me finish this episode, and then we'll go to the hospital. Hell nah. Hell nah. Your ass sitting there with fucking preeclampsia, bitch. You you fucking want to finish your show. I'm done. So we go to the hospital. They keep me. And we they they strapped me up to the machines and shit and shit. And then that night, the doctor came in. And was like, yeah, you having the baby first thing in the morning. So you need to make your arrangements. You need to make whatever phone calls that you're going to have, that you need to have. Because when I come back in the morning, it's going down. You're going to be a mom. Happy birthday. So, like I said, I just went there. I didn't have a backpack that wasn't ready because I was like five and a half months pregnant. I'm not supposed to be having no baby yet. It ain't fucking time. So I tell my husband, yo, you need to go to the house and give me some shit because apparently I'm going to be here for a while. He said, okay, I'm going to go pack you a bag. Tell me the stuff that you need. It's okay. I want my pink robe. I want these slippers. I want my nightgown. You know how you do. And he says, okay, cool. I got you. Kisses me. He says, I'll be right back. He leaves. That was like 12, 1 a.m. I fall asleep, wake up the next morning about 6, maybe 7 a.m. This nigga ain't back yet. The doctors come in at 9 and they said, okay, we're going to um get ready to prep you. 
you're getting ready to have the epidural and this is how it's going to go down. You're going to feel some pressure and yada, yada, yada. They give you the whole rundown or whatever. Call my homegirl. That might look. I'm terrified. My mama's not answering the phone. He's not here. Please come up here and be with me. She says she on the way. She pulled the fuck up, and then when she get here, they're getting ready to do my epidural. And she's the one holding me and consoling me when they putting this big-ass fucking needle in my back. Again, he's nowhere to be found. She's calling, blowing him up. She got her boyfriend calling, blowing him up. He ain't answering the phone. He ain't doing nothing. They don't know where the fuck he's at. They're rolling me into surgery. And all of a sudden, he comes rolling down the hall. No, bitch. What the fuck you mean? No. Now, all of a sudden, are you going to show the fuck up? Where the fuck you been? And I'm having a whole ass argument while they push me into fucking surgery and shit. And the doctors is looking at each other and they looking at me. It's so, okay, well, um, yeah, we got to go. You're going to have a baby. So, and I'm still cussing this nigga out. And they right. let him scrub up and be in the room with me and. To have this, I have the C-section and have the baby, and we're in the hospital for two months. Get out the hospital. I'm fucking homeless. Cause guess who hadn't been paying the rent while I was in the hospital? So now I'm out. Uh huh. This old. So now I'm homeless <laughs> with the newborn preemie. Mm, mm, mm. So I had the baby in October. We didn't get out the hospital until December. And I started stripping in January because we had no monies, no place to go. And I wasn't on wick or nothing like that. And formula was fucking expensive because he had to have a special formula. And that shit was $45 a can. Mm. Mm-hmm. And then it's the whole bunch of other shit that's gonna take this episode into a whole another level. But yeah, that was my first and only experience with the fuck boy. And that's enough right there Lord. for a fucking lifetime. Lord. Child, I got too many to count. And I just the shit I went through with my that the worst fuck boy of them all. Oh, I totally understand. That shit is an episode all in itself. So I understand. That shit is real. But I feel like they more than just fuck boys. Yeah. They some uh, they are some other shit. Cause it ain't just like, oh, I'm gonna think about myself. Nah, y'all niggas crazy too. And you fucking something is really thrown off. You miss like some a whole lot of marbles. Oh no! But here's the thing. Here's the thing. What made me finally walk away? We had gotten to it bad. I'm talking about. I'm talking about was like the worst fight that we have ever been in. You know, I had I experienced a whole bunch of drama. I was snatched up from the club, and I was sexually assaulted. And it was, it's like, I'm talking about, I was already going through it. It was some, already some shit going on. And then I come home from the police station, and we get into a bad over some dumb shit. And then afterwards, I'm on the floor crying and bloody and, and bruised, and this motherfucker tells me, fuck you and that baby. I'll go have a baby with another bitch. Oh, shit. Word? No. That's how you no. feel? Yes, ma'am. No. Ruthless. So after my experience... Yeah. I, yeah. That's, that's so after my experience dealing with all of that and the shit that went on with that, there was no way that I was ever gonna let another motherfucker do to me what I allowed him to do to me. I'm not going to let you get close enough to, to hurt me like that again. Like, mm. I feel you on that okay. shit. 
200%. I that feel was you. December of 2006 that he told me that. It was the 12th, I believe. And I got up, took a shower, packed my dance bag, and I was working at the carousel then. And I went to work, and I never came back. After he told me that shit, mm, mm, mm. there wasn't nothing left to be fucking said. And then he went to go around town telling anybody who would listen that right. that when I left him, I left him with nothing and that's fucked up how I did him and I got motherfuckers coming up to me, you know, that's real fucked up how you did that, man. Man, how could you do him like that? What? How could I do him like that? But y'all motherfuckers wasn't saying shit when this nigga was beating my ass all up and down Victory Drive. Y'all ain't had shit to say then. Right. Y'all weren't talking about how can you do her like that when I'm stripping eight days a fucking week. This nigga ain't want to work. He ain't want to hustle. He ain't want to go to school. And I got to take one for the team when I don't make no money at the club that night. Oh, but how can I do him like that? You know what? Mm. If y'all are listening, I mean this from the bottom of my fucking heart. Fuck you. How about that? Well, dang. Yeah. I feel you. I totally 100% feel you. These are the things. So considering our last episode when we talked about how we became Patty, this is even, not even the whole of a, but this is a snippet of shit to show you how the fuck we wind up becoming so goddamn ruthless in the first place. It's shit like that that causes motherfuckers to change their whole outlook on life and start acting different. I'm just saying. It always starts somewhere. Always starts somewhere. So with that, that's a hell of an experience. I tell you, that's one hell of an experience. So with that, I am going to move into our social media shout out for this week. We only have one. It's a good one, though. It's a good social media shout out. Super duper duper happy. Yes. Right. Because I'm super duper duper happy like to shout this person out. And um, first, I want to say thank you to this person, the person that we did our interview with that you guys will hear at the end of Fuckboy Awareness Month. Um, We're just going to call him Mr. C for right now. Um, he good people. Um, and his social media, he's on IG, and it's underscore M-A-H-A-R-A-J-A-H underscore um so again it's underscore i can't remember how he pronounced it can you remember how you pronounce it yeah so yeah maharaja raja yeah that but underscore m-a-h-a-r-a-j-a-h underscore and that is mr c and we appreciate you Cause his bae. Doing your shout out. Cause yes, his bae. Lord. Right. Sharing is caring. It, it, y'all, but yeah. Right. Right. But, um, yeah. Yep. Super shout duper out shout out to him and bae. Appreciate you guys coming through and fucking with us and doing the interview and being open and right. honest because we know that was difficult. Everybody won't be transparent like that and we truly appreciate right. Your time and your effort so thank you very much and remind me because next time i'm gonna make sure that i get you a fruit basket or some shit or, or some kale or some liquid salad <laughs> or whatever the fuck you gonna request because that interview was dope as fuck y'all gonna stop doing it y'all gonna stop talking about my damn drink but the y'all gonna stop doing it because it was good liquid salad or not okay so whatever, sure you enjoyed it. it, right? So whatever. And for those of you listening, if you're interested in being a petty guest on the Petty by Nature podcast, please send us an email at pettybynature2 
that's the number two at gmail.com and put guest as the subject. And if you're dealing with relationship issues, you have drama at work, you and your bestie not seeing eye to eye, shoot us an email. We will review your situation on the show and offer our petty opinion on how we would handle your situation. Send your email to petty by nature two. Again, that's the number two at gmail.com and put petty advice in the subject line. Disclaimer, please listen. Turn the volumes up. I need you to hear this and I need you to understand all of this. These are just suggestions on what we would do. Use these suggestions at your own risk. We cannot be held responsible if you decide to go out in these streets and fuck up your life. These are just jokes, people. <laughs> on to our list of Mixtape Monday songs. For this episode, Mixtape Monday is going to reflect, you know, our little fuck boy, fuck, fuck girl ways or whatever. And my list, I have four songs this week. Um, my list starts with The Whisper Song by the Yin Yang Twins. You know, where do you see my, my uh, dick? So hey, y'all know. Where do you see my dick? Right. I'm going to beat that pussy <laughs> up. Like, bam, bam, bam. Oh, sorry. Bam, bam, bam. Yes. <laughs> see? See? My next song is The Hills by The Weeknd. And if y'all listen to The Weeknd song, song, y'all, y'all know this nigga ain't shit. Exactly. That nigga there ain't shit, but I, I fuck with his music, though. But The Weeknd, though, he do have a lot of fuckboy material. Um, I also got No Scrubs by TLC. That, and that's my grandma's favorite song. Y'all, my grandma love that song because my grandma don't like niggas. Not that she gay, but she don't like niggas. But that's her shit. Um, and the last one is It Wasn't Me by Shaq. Oh, that is the I ultimate song. I think that's the ultimate fuckboy song. Nigga, did you see me on the counter? It was me. right there. <laughs> Hey, that reminds me about, I don't know if you watch T.I. and Tiny, but I have to say this. If I ain't never heard a fuckboy, because it pertains to that. If I ain't never heard a fuckboy statement again in my life, T.I. says they having a little argument because, you know, they ended the show. They at the dinner and everything. And she says, he says to her, well, you went out there and you was having a little conversation with a nigga that I'm at odds with. And she says, well, you was up there fucking with a bitch that I, that I introduced you to. He says, yeah, but was you at odds with her, though? So I had to pause, stop, wait, and everything. Wait. So I'm like, wait a minute. It's okay that you fucked her friend because they so were not at with odds with each other. Fuck her? That's what you say. Basically, that is what that nigga said. That is what that nigga said. Wholeheartedly, that is what that nigga said. I just outright. So as long as I ain't beefing so, with this bitch. Yeah, I know. I fucked her. Good. It's okay for well, you to fuck her. Well, let me put everybody right. on notice who might be a potential right. bae in so the future. If that is your fucking logic, I am beefing with every bitch in the, in the fucking America. Okay? Every bitch. I'm beefing with all of them. I'm beefing with your mama. I'm beefing with your sister. I'm beefing with the preschool teacher. I'm beefing with the neighbor. I'm beefing with the bitches at the strip club. I'm beefing with, beefing with my best friend. I'm beefing with my sister. I am beefing with every bitch in fucking America. Right. Right. Girl, when he said that shit there, I was like, this nigga just basically said, it's okay that I fucked her because y'all wasn't teaching. I'm like, what the that's fuck? Some, that's some smooth ass shit. So, because she danced up on Floyd a little bit or whatever it is they did, but because y'all too beefing, she wrong, epically wrong, and you mad at her for that, but you fucked the bitch that she know, a friend of hers, and because they not beefing, it was okay for you to fuck that bitch. Wow. That like, shit was like brilliant. Like if you think about it, though. It was brilliantly like, fuckboyish. I might have to put that one in the stash. Are you bullshitting? 
That's some smooth shit, though. Hey, right. wait. <laughs> them fuck boy mannerisms. I'm saying them. I'm saying them. I'm saying them. I'm saying. Think about it, though. Let, let's be realistic about this. That's some smooth ass shit. Yeah. And you know, T.I., and the way he says shit and the words, and you know, because he got that, that, that big dictionary mindset. Yes. And he be throwing in hella words to make a bitch be like, oh, shit. Like that. See, the way he say shit. Yeah. But Tiny caught his ass real quick, though, and was like, but she, but she did say, she was like, yeah, I am beefing with her because she was fucking with my man. So, yeah, yeah, I'm beefing because she should have stayed out my nigga face. But since y'all decided to go ahead and coincide with each other and do all this shit, okay, I see. That moves us right along into my Mixtape Monday songs of the week. My first song, and this song is, listen, this is my shit, so this is probably going to show up in a lot of Mixtape Mondays. So if y'all got a problem with that, yeah, that's that's y'all's problem, not mine. <laughs> it's Can't Let You Go by Fabulous. <laughs> that shit right there, bitch. I'm yeah, bitch, I played all the fucking time. Like... But in the song, he's like, um, you know, he's cheating on his bitch or whatever, but he fucked with y'all the long way. So the line in the song says, um, what does that shit say? Hold on. Um If y'all bump heads, it'll be a fight. But I said it'll be all right. So if I beef with, like, me and your bitch get into it, it's going to be a fight. If the, if she catch me with you, it's going to be a fight. But it's going to be cool. We good. White cheese, a little bit of tight. Wonder why I keep coming home in the middle of the night. It'll be a right. If y'all bump heads, it'll be a fight. But I said it'll be a right. Come on. They want to be with you. I'm to be real with you. I can't leave you How the fuck you tell a bitch some shit like mm, that? Mm, mm. Yep, same way T.I. told Tiny. And then it the other... is what it is. Right, the other lie. three Don't is Run it. Away by Kanye West, <laughs> Leave You Alone by Jeezy, clearly, because this nigga's saying, like, I be out, out in your streets fucking up, and you want to leave me, but you can't leave me. You know you love this. The Last Time mm, by Trey mm, Songz. Mm. Yeah, like the last time, but you you keep fucking with me. Talking about it's the last time though, because you so in love with your bitch, you so in love with your bitch, but you out here fucking me. That's what you doing, right? Right. And then of course, gut a bitch by right. Webby, and I picked that one because that one goes along with the um can't let you go by Fabulous because there's a line in the song where he says, um, "It's me and my old lady riding in my Cadillac. I don't wanna horn the hump. I don't wanna smile a crack. Do that shit, I bet you that we ain't gonna be smiling back. We might just swerve on your ass and straight up try and handle that. All right, bitch, how you threaten to abuse me, but you still wanna fuck? Hey." Cause if you know that you got a bitch that you ain't gonna stop, that ain't gonna stop fucking with you. You already know what True you that, can do. Cause, mm, see, see, um, see. Yeah, yeah. Dressing it on myself. Did you see with that that chick? You did see the damn commercial about the real I've side chick for shit. Charlotte. I can't wait for that because that is so going to be bitch. next month. Oh, speaking of next month, you guys, next month is our side chick awareness month. So get ready for that. Yeah. And that was our Mixtape Monday playlist of the yes, week. And you can I'm listen to this it. playlist on YouTube and Spotify. And you can find us at um, Petty by Nature 2, and that's the number two. And again, for our social media handles, you can find us at Facebook and Snapchat at PBN Podcast. And on IG and Twitter, you can find us at Petty by Nature, the number two. Again, Facebook and Snapchat, PBN Podcast, IG and Twitter, Petty by Nature, two. 
All right, you guys. So we moving right on up into the next part of this show. Um, we asked our friends in social media and everything, have you ever dated a fuck boy? And we got a couple of responses for you. So experiences with fuckboys. We got Jasmine. That's my mama, by the way. <laughs> Because, yep, all the ones that she's ever dated has been fuckboys. And then we got Tammy D. And she says, yes, she dated fuckboys. And I was like, what made him a fuckboy? She said that he was a a manipulator. He was sleeping around or whatever. But she was like, that's one thing. But he wasn't using protection with most of them. And he was sleeping within the same circle. So this nigga was smashing the homies, which y'all do know, and I get this via state. Right. Right. Two homie limit. You go above that, there's an issue. Um, She also said that he lied about, he lied about everything. He also told them that they was fucking crazy, and they didn't, that they was crazy about thinking he was with somebody else and all that other stuff. He was just real dumb and didn't mean, and they didn't mean anything to him. He also would get mad when they would call him out and tell him that they talk too much. And normally, I feel like a fuckboy is one of them people. Yeah, uh-uh, you're doing too much. Shh, be quiet. I don't want to hear that. So, that is for that. And here we go. We got a couple more. Okay, so on our social media, Petty by Nature, we asked the same question. So. Petty Emoji, which we fuck with, by the way, um, they, of course, they laughed, and everybody is into this. Third, third tree, sighed, and she nodded sadly that, yes, she has dealt with fuckboys. Um, Mo underscore about underscore nothing. She says, uh, yes. And then, of course, um, our Marahaja, he was asking, he was like, um, he was like, what, what month is fuck girl or fuck woman month? Because those exist. Yes, we do. And of course, y'all, <laughs> we have one. So, we, so, okay, the thing is, yes, when we say fuck boy, we do mean Fuck boy, fuck girls, fuck women. All we mean, all of y'all, everybody. Because yes, women Ladies can be fuck too. boys Go too. Go and brush your shoulders off. <laughs> and and that brings us to my answers from Facebook. Because uh, again, they the question was asked: Can women be fuck boys too? And I was like, Yeah, of course. Oh, oh, my bad. Wait, pause. Pause. Because oh, it's still it like five more. Do you want me to read the rest oh, of them? Shit, yeah, I told you it was 12. Okay. <laughs> I live love fashion says yes way too many times. And of course, she put up the shaking her head emoji. Um, Jay Nails says yeah, and it was really pain. It was a really painful experience because he loved me and someone else. So I constantly let him hurt me because of love and was willing to be and she was willing to be the other woman because of that so that means we need to hit up Jay Nails because we need to have her on a side chick show um Glenn and her podcast they was only here for the comments as they sip their tea um Buffet Boys he asked what the definition of a fuckboy was so Buffet Boys, if you're listening, we said that in the beginning of this podcast. Hope you're listening. Um, Truth and Lies podcast said they dated and destroyed. And Brown Skin Beauty said, yep. So, yeah, we have quite a few people that have dealt with fuckboys in their lifetime. So now, Miss Stacey Saletto, what about you and your Facebook and okay, friends so and whatnot. Facebook again. Can women be fuckboys? And yes, the fuck we can. I am living proof. 
don't judge me. <laughs> so when I answered the question, Karay was like, <laughs> he has experience with a fuck girl. He said he worked two jobs, seven days a week, just to be broke so she could have her ex nigga in his shit. So I guess he came home for work and she was laid up with this nigga in his house. Um, lovely Nicole. Bruh, I, bruh I, there's a story. For, I got a whole story about that. I could tell other people business, but I, I would mean, have to pull out names. But yes, Patty by nature. They're fuck girls. They're... Just want to throw that. Oh, out oh, there. oh! I can, I can definitely tell the story. The, the yeah. story, you know the story. That ain't none of story my business. Of, That's your business. Yeah. So if you want to put that out there? I am here for the tea. <laughs> Go ahead and make a fresh pot. I'm with it. So wait, 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 hold that. Let me finish that, um, and I'm the social media in shout out, and then we're gonna get yes. into that hot tea. Yes. Okay, lovely Nicole said <laughs> yes. She has, and to be honest, he taught her how to know when it's Oh, he taught her to know when a fuck boy's running game. And then Adrian responded, Y'all can fight a, y'all can spot a fuck boy a mile away. So explain how y'all got kids by him then. Listen, in my defense, I was young and naive and I didn't know he was a fuck boy when I got knocked up. I didn't realize that until after I found out I was pregnant. So that's not on me. Um Kendra Urban <laughs> says, Yes, I have, and now I call bullshit from a mile away. And Key says she dated a fuck girl before, but she didn't go into any details. See? So women can be fuck fuck girls. See? Yeah, I can. It's possible. No, that's a lot of of tea, honey. Let me grab my cup. So, go ahead and start pouring. (laughs) So, yes. this, this, This hot tea, right quick. So, yes, dealing with fuck girls. They are very much, very much out and about. Um, there's this certain situation with a certain group of people. Um, they were married, and you know he thought the whole entire world of her basically would drink her goddamn dirty bath water. Um, and they was on and off for some years. He left for a while. She had a baby by somebody else. Um, came back, took care of her, another nigga baby, lived in the house happily ever after, if that's what you want to call it. Made an honest woman out of her ass. Um, you know, worked, she ain't had to work or whatever, made sure her nails and shit was done. You know, and, you know, normal regular struggles, but they was young. Um, then eventually moved out and shit. They was having their own little problems. When they moved out and got to their own place, uh, she started doing some fuckboy shit. Like, got her, she got his job, which was cool and everything, but then she started doing shit like leaving the baby, um, where he ain't know where he was and not coming home, be like, oh, I'm getting off work and not coming home for hours. And just playing old running the motherfucking street. Baby at grandma's and all kind of shit and doing with the whatever. And um, basically doing her, not giving a fuck. And that was how that went. They was going through their problems or whatever. He did his dirt. We already know he did his dirt. When they started falling out and he was feeling like she ain't give a fuck and everything, he did his dirt or whatever. And she was doing her dirt. Um, he happened to come home on a break from work. Mind you, y'all, he was walking because he bought her a car and she wouldn't let him drive the car. So he would walk back and forth while she was home with the car or going to work with the car or doing whatever she was doing with the car while this nigga was walking on foot. Um, so he walked home. Got home, he walks in the door, and she in the motherfucking house, in the motherfucking bed with another nigga. And, um, with a whole nother nigga. And I don't know if they, supposedly, we don't know whether or not they was fucking or not, but either way, the nigga was in her bed, in this man's bed where he paid rent, in the house they pay rent in. And... Nigga sat up in the bed, looked at him, wasn't no, it wasn't like, oh shit, you caught me, nothing. Nigga looked at him like, 
nigga, what you doing in my house? Oh, like, this was this nigga house. <laughs> and then was like, yeah, you gonna told her, yeah, go ahead and handle that. He walked out the room, you know, he was like, could calm himself down. They was in the room, wasn't nobody rushing. They was getting their shit on, wasn't nobody rushing or nothing. I mean, he wanted to go in there and spaz out, but then he was like, he didn't want to go to jail. So then he wound up fucking up his big ass TV by punching a hole in it and shit. And, um, you know, then it was, you know, I'm sorry, blah, 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 and all this stuff. And her and old boy got dressed, walked out the motherfucking door and left. And, uh, old boy was up there bleeding and shit, need some stitches and shit because he fucked up his hand. And, um, was sitting there basically bleeding and shit, and this bitch got in the car that he paid for now. That he paid for. Was paying the insurance on that he bought with his money. They got in the car. Her and the other nigga got in the car and they rolled past this nigga while he was just standing there bleeding and shit on the street. I would have told the police that I witnessed the robbery. He couldn't. Uh, this is the license plate number. They are armed and dangerous. Yeah. But guess what, though? We always say when the motherfucker would have, have we said, oh, yeah, make sure you put that shit yep. in your name, bitch, right? Yeah. That car was in her name. Yeah. So was still... it wasn't no okay, reporting it may, stolen. I couldn't have reported the shit stolen. However, I like to call and report a robbery. <laughs> Hell no. Nah. Going down. But but um that's exactly how that went. So yeah, there are fuck girls in the world and they fuck over a whole lot of fuck boys. They fuck over a lot of good people and turn them into fuck boys. How about that? But yeah, that tea there. There's a whole lot of extra tea to go along with that. But that concludes the end of this show, you guys. Y'all, I feel like we've been hella petty. This month is gonna be so full of petty and tea. It's, it's just gonna be crazy. But to recap this little show real quick. It is about fuckboys because we are officially in fuckboy awareness month. So we talked about our experiences with fuckboys. And um, as you can see, me and Stacey have been through with fuckboys. Been through. (laughs) And um, we have a lot of our people on social media that have dealt with fuckboys and fuckgirls alike. Don't forget, in case you ain't know, we mentioned what a fuckboy is. If y'all don't know how to spot one, we're going to come up with 101, the fuckboy 101. We're going to start teaching you how to find one. So be on the lookout for that, too. Um, We did our social media shout out. Um, we talked about our mixtape Mondays with our fuckboy and fuckgirl songs and everything like that. Um, got your, got you guys' experience with fuckboys, and that is pretty much the whole show right there in a nutshell. So we, of course, thank you for listening to our Petty by Nature podcast. We hope that you enjoyed this petty talk, and please, please, please join us sometime next week as we go ahead and talk about fuckboy hey. confessions, fuckboy one oh one. I'm with that So, please remember. Hey, you know, it be like that sometimes. I can't be the only one. And remember, we don't want you guys to be offended because you know how we do. Again, catch us at our social media sites, Facebook and Snapchat, PBN Podcast, IG and Twitter, Petty by Nature 2. And you can find us and all your podcasting apps such as Google Play Music, iTunes, Podomatic, SoundCloud, Spreaker, TuneIn Radio, and you can find us on YouTube. Also, get ready because we have a live 
actual video and interview that's coming up so you guys will actually have some live video we are going to get into that more so you guys can be interactive and see us so we just want to let you guys know that please make sure that you subscribe and leave a five-star review if you fuck with us the long way we love you Ladies, babes. baby